0: Hey everybody, it's Dr. Sam and we have a great podcast today. I'm going to be talking about ulcers in the eye and what to do about that instead of using antibiotics, dry eye syndrome, light therapy, astaxanthin, and essential oils. So stay tuned. Hey, folks, it's Dr. Sam, and I'd like to welcome you to another Eye Clarity podcast. We've got a great show today. I'm going to start in by taking a question from Linda, and she's writing Hi, I've been using your products for a long time. I'm on antibiotics now for an ulcer on the back of my eye. My doctor said that it was caused by an infection. Do you have any resources for me to read or any comments? Well, ulcers uh, can be caused by bacterial, bacterial, fungal, or viral infections. They can also be induced by having toxicities both in the eye and in the body. Another thing I think about when I talk about ulcers is an autoimmune problem. So our immune system is not working well and... Um, This sets up uh, an inflammatory response. Obviously, things like stress can increase the inflammatory response and also trauma. So I would consider these three things for the inflammation if you're not going to be using antibiotics. bright tea, and I would use that in the evening as a compress. Uh, This is a tea that you can get herbally brew it up, let it cool down. And Eyebrite has been shown to help reduce inflammation in the eye. So the Eyebrite tea compress at night. I would do the similiacin eye drops that also contains Eyebrite. Use that four to eight times a day doing the eye massage technique where you're massaging the eyelids uh, after you put the eye drops in your eye. That will stimulate the the lacrimal glands to produce more tears. And then the third thing would be in the evening to use hexane-free organic castor oil for the eyes. Just a little dab on your finger, put it on the eyelids, and massage them in. Um, I might consider using the antibiotics for maybe 7 to 10 days and then wean yourself off it and start using these topical uh, methods. I would add uh, an increase in fats and oils, 1,500 to 2,000 milligrams of omega-3. Uh, make sure you're taking daily probiotics for your gut. Uh, antioxidants like lutein, zeaxanthin, astaxanthin, saffron is another one that I like to use for retinal health. Uh, I would also consider getting some acupuncture. There's probably some imbalances with the liver, spleen, and gallbladder uh, meridians, getting some craniosacral therapy. And then my eye exercises, the end palm hum would be a great um, eye exercise th- to do. And if you're using digital, I would recommend using uh, blue blocker tints uh, if you're going to be uh, on the computer for any length of time important to find a holistic uh, doctor in your area, a naturopath, functional medicine doctor who can act as a point person to to guide you. Uh, And, um, you know, overall, this is a signal that, uh, you know, you need to improve your eye health and probably your systemic health. So, Linda, thank you so much for the question. I really appreciate it. All right. This next question is from Bria, and she's writing, hi, Dr. Byrne. I've worn contacts since 1996. Recently, my eyes started getting itchy, red, and dry. I increased my omega-3 intake to 2,000 milligrams a day. I'm also taking bilberry and lutein. I've removed gluten dairy from my diet. But my eyes keep getting worse. I get blurry vision with my contacts, and a film develops over my left eye. The feeling reminds me of an eyelid inflammation I had when I was a child. Now, the doctor prescribed steroid drops, wearing glasses for a few weeks, and then switched me to daily contacts for dry eye. I put the contacts in today after a month of wearing glasses, and my eyes are so dry and irritated. The doctor mentioned I am allergic to my own eye proteins, which sounds like a nice way of saying I have an eye autoimmune immune disorder. Is there any advice you can help for my eyes? I don't like wearing glasses. Well, first of all, Bria, I think uh, in the big picture, I would add some topical support, uh, things like uh, similiacin eye drops uh, four to eight times a day, the Eye Bright Tea Compress at night, the castor oil eye drop uh, before bed, massaging it into your eyes. With the uh, chronic dry eye, you need to uh, interrupt the um, inflammation that's going on, Uh, and these would be the ways to do that topically. I'm assuming you're taking um, a good amount of probiotics. Um, I recommend to get the highest colony family unit probiotics that you can. And, you know, your antioxidant uh, intake is good. I would probably increase that a little more. Um, You know, you might need some support on an endocrine level, uh, especially... Adrenal support, it sounds like your sympathetic nervous system is overworking. And also, I would be questioning your thyroid health. Uh, Also, I don't know how old you are, but um, when women get into menopause, if their estrogen levels are off, this can also lead to dry eye. So I think this is uh, really driven by a systemic reason why you're developing uh, all these symptoms, and of course, if you're on the uh, digital devices, blue blocker tints are really important. Um, I would do my end palm hum exercise. I think that's a great one, probably three to four times a day, Um, and I would look for a good acupuncturist. You know, get some support, liver, spleen, gallbladder, large intestine, colon. Uh, The The acupuncture is great at opening up the meridians that go to the eyes, and you probably need an energetic boost. Um, You know, you can work with this through more allopathic ways, but it's a symptom approach. Um, But this is kind of the deal. This is what you're going through, and um, I wish you the best of luck. Thank you very much for the question. Okay, on my podcast, my next question is from Tahara, And she's uh, asking if I've written anything on syntonic phototherapy. Well, syntonics, S-Y-N-T-O-N-I-C, comes from the word syntony, which means bringing into balance. And syntonics refers to a treatment using light and color therapy on the eyes. And this is something that I've been using a long time. You know, one of the things that I... um, observed very early is that you know we take in light as a way to see but there wasn't much discussion on the the more light we take in through our eyes the more we can radiate the light out of our eyes and this creates health and better vision and when I started to treat people with light and color uh, frequencies I found that there were certain colors that people uh, disliked, and there were certain colors that people loved. And when I began to give people the color that they did not like, it actually triggered a deeper balance, not only in their vision, but also in their consciousness. And, you know, when, when I began to use light therapy, I noticed that, um, people would actually have an expansion of their peripheral vision. Because the retina is made up of photoreceptors, and due to stress, trauma, and toxicity, sometimes those photoreceptors get desensitized to uh, the light. And light is a very important nutrient for our eyes, brain, and body. But when I would start giving different color frequencies, it would stimulate those photoreceptors to... uh, cause the photoreceptors to start working again. And things like visual suppression where we we black out or we block out one of the eyes to avoid double or uh, we narrow our peripheral vision or we tighten our eyes, those patterns would go away when we received uh, a proper light diet. And uh, in some of the other things that I noticed about light therapy, is that um, about 25% of the light that enters the eyes actually goes to the non-visual pathways. So what this means is is that when light enters the eye, we have the potential for it to balance our nervous system. You know, if we take a look at the rainbow of colors, the red, orange, yellow uh, tend to be very stimulating. Green is the center of the spectrum, and blue, indigo, violet tend to relax us reduce inflammation, uh, reduce edema. And so um, on an acute level, you can use color and light therapy to actually help reduce symptoms. And as you extend the treatment, it begins to affect uh, more of the chronic imbalances. So I've written a lot about light and color therapy. My first book, Creating Your Personal Vision, I wrote two chapters on light therapy um, I have a new book that's going to be coming out in the spring where I'll also be uh, talking about light and color therapy. And I wrote a book called I Sense uh, at Play in the Field of Healing. And in that book, I talk about how I'm able to measure energy fields using a type of Kirlian camera called the GDV camera. And in that particular book, I talk about some of the research I did using that camera, measuring people before I gave them light therapy and after I gave them light therapy, and I noticed that it really changed their energy fields. Anyway, there's a lot to it. Uh, Thank you so much for the question. All right, this next question is uh, from Jenny, and she's asking about what are the benefits of astaxanthin. Well, astaxanthin is one of these superfoods that is amazing. Um, It is a marine carotenoid, meaning that we get it from our seafood, salmon, uh, trout, shrimp. So it's got a pink color. And uh, as I said, it's a superfood that helps in the protection of ultraviolet light and also uh, blue light from our digital devices. And it's one of those um, antioxidants that I feel is really essential today for seniors and also people who are uh, visually intensive in using their eyes for work on a daily basis. Now, what's interesting about astaxanthin is that um, since most people don't get enough of it in their diet, probably supplementing for it is um, is a good thing to do. I like to recommend somewhere between 10 and 15 milligrams a day of astaxanthin and you want to make sure it's natural astaxanthin and it's not synthetically made. Another factor is is that in the astaxanthin there should be some inclusion of something called phospholipids and this particular ingredient helps in the uh, absorption of astaxanthin and, of course, that's the name of the game. Being able to absorb these ingredients and nutrients um, is the most important part of it. But in the, um, the tri- trilogy of astaxanthin, lutein, and zeaxanthin, these three are especially important for your macula health, but I also think they're important for your entire eyeball And uh, it's something that you want to consider in your supplementation. So Jenny, thank you so much for the question. I really appreciate it. Okay, next question on our podcast today uh, is a question on how do I utilize essential oils and how do I apply them? Well, essential oils um, are very versatile in terms of um, supporting our health. Uh, One of the things about medicinal essential oils, if they are therapeutic grade, grade, is that they have a a complexity to them that uh, supersedes any pharmaceutical drug out there. Let me give you an example. So if we take a look at an antibiotic, what happens is is that the bacteria tend to become resistant to to the antibiotic, and it just morphs, morphs into another uh, bacterial strain. If we take an essential oil like Spike Lavender, which has um, um, antibacterial uh, properties, because of the Spike Lavender's uh, complexity, it uh, doesn't matter if this bacterial strain morphs into different forms the spike lavender is still going to be able to um, uh, control the amount of um, bacteria that are going to grow. And this happens in nature. We see this where um, the the plant medicine doesn't necessarily kill or it's not at war with, uh, you know, whether it's a, a fungal infection or viral or bacterial infection. It just keeps things in balance. So I guess the point is, is that synthetic pharmaceuticals move us further away from balance and harmony, where essential oils uh, move us more towards coherence and harmony. And when we have more harmony, uh, we have more health. Another thing about uh, medicinal essential oils is they not only treat symptoms, So if we take, for example, you have a headache, instead of reaching for ibuprofen, you could use some high-quality peppermint oil, massage it on the scalp of your head, and it's going to help reduce your headaches uh, without any of the negative side effects of uh, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. Now, another thing about um, essential oils is that, let's say you kept using this peppermint oil, because of its vasodilating properties, it's going to help improve the circulation. And eventually, because the essential oils have a great deal of oxygenation and hydration, it's going to improve cellular absorption of nutrients and help uh, get rid of uh, metabolic waste uh, more easily. So we could go through the list of you know, the benefits of essential oils. There's so many of them. Um, one of the things you want to pay attention to is how you apply them to your body. Because not all essential oils uh, are created equal. Some of them are more on the warm, hot side of the temperature scale. Others are more on the cold or cold side uh, side of the the temperature scale. And a good thing to do is a test patch where you take a a drop and you place it kind of on the inside part of the eye uh, of the arm, and you, um, you look for the response or the reaction that you get. Um, the safest place to put the essential oils, if you're going to use them on your skin, the soles of the feet. Um, another way you can use the essential oils would be to put a few drops in some water. Uh, this might work if you're using something like sweet fennel uh, to help your digestion. Uh, basil, so a couple drops and a glass of water, and sipping that can help your digestion. Uh, you might take a, a cooler oil like laurel leaf, bay laurel, and you can uh, massage it into the major lymph area, and laurel leaf is a lymphatic um, support as well. So that's called an auricular massage. And finally, you can, um, you can use the essential oils where you can... Um, you can actually put them in a diffuser and they, they kind of take up the, the air in the room. So uh, sometimes we'll do this in our office where we'll use a very gentle essential oil and we diffuse it and it creates a real peace and calming. So those are a few of the things that uh, applications of the medic- medicinal essential oils I'm going to talk more about them. They are phenomenal. So thank you so much for the question. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's our show for today. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Remember, you can send your questions to me directly at um, appointments at drsamburn.com. And uh, look forward to seeing you again in another show. Take good
1: care. You are listening to a podcast with Dr. Sam Byrne. To learn more about his seminars and workshops, visit his website, www.drsambyrne.com. The Byrne Method is a trademark signature of Dr. Sam Byrne for his workshops, seminars, books, and DVDs. The information presented in this podcast is in no way intended as a substitute for receiving professional medical care. The design and purpose for this podcast is to provide information for educational purposes only. Dr. Byrne and his guests have no liability or responsibility to any person or entity for loss, damage, injury caused, or allegedly caused through the information, exercises, suggestions, explorations, or written responses presented in this podcast. Dr. Byrne is not a medical authority and his guests are not qualified to diagnose or treat any disease or health problem. This podcast is not a substitute for medical care. Dr. Byrne's information is only his personal opinion. If you have any health problem, please seek medical care for whatever condition you may have.